Hi, beautiful, and welcome to Self Carve, a podcast all about self love and success. I'm your host, Ivana Ritchie, and I'm here because I want you to have it all. I don't want you to settle for less. I want you to carve yourself and create the life of your dreams. And because of this, not only will I be sharing my knowledge with you, but I'll be inviting some amazing women who are all highly successful and they will be sharing their stories with you as well. A woman who's self-carved knows that there is nothing she can do to change her past, but that she has all the power and all the magic to create the best version of herself and attract anything that she desires from a man to money to whatever, right? So I'm so happy that you're here. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the fourth episode of Self Carved. Today, I have a wonderful guest with me. Her name is Jelena Kirbanovic. She lives in Sweden. She was born in Croatia, but escaped the war back in, I believe in 95, 96, something like that. She'll talk more about that. Yelena holds a degree in education and is a successful paralegal with a lot of passion for law. She is a die-hard vegan, and she's also a mother to a wonderful son. Welcome, Yelena. Thank you. So let's start off by, I did mention to the audience that you were not born in Sweden. You, you are originally from Croatia. Yes, that's correct. So while the civil war was going on over there, uh, you were a little girl. Uh, Can you talk to us a little bit about how that experience was for you and the transition uh, moving to Sweden? Mm. Yes, well, it all started when I was like um, six or seven years. And um, then I I was uh, really lucky, actually, because my parents, they... uh, were smart enough to take me and my sister out uh, to a different part of Croatia where the war um, didn't it didn't get that far. So um, we were uh, living at my aunt's house and with her family. So we um, we got out uh, quickly uh, before it got worse. So. Um, yeah, but it was uh, it was a uh, hard uh, it was a hard experience for a little child uh, because I had uh, to be without my parents for a while uh, and I was very scared because I always uh, thought that uh, something could happen to them and uh, yeah and because when you're a little child uh, you're, the adults don't tell you so much about what's going on and. Uh, uh, you never get uh, real information, so um, you 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 make up <laughs> um, a reality uh, for yourself to to explain what's happening, but it it's not always uh, uh, correct. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> uh, I was uh, scared, and um, uh, I got um, I was I was. Uh, uh, it was a lonely time for me uh, as a child uh, because uh, I didn't have a lot of friends. Um, kids can be very judgmental. <laughs> and um, um, yeah, so um, 
it was uh, it was hard for me to adapt to this new situation because uh, I basically lost my um, a part of my childhood um, and uh, yeah I, I it was like uh, I have lost a piece of my identity um, mm. and I um, most of the time I felt like an outsider and uh, like I was um, um, yeah, I had to to fight to prove for 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 the kids in my school uh, that I'm like worthy of their time, attention, friendship, and uh, yeah, because I was different, you mm. know. So yeah, it yeah. was hard. <laughs> well, yeah, it totally makes sense. So you you mentioned that it affected the way that affected your identity. Uh, can mm-hmm. you explain that a little bit more? Did that stick with you like throughout your teenage years and early adulthood and did that leave trauma in your life how how did that whole situation play out play play out as you grew older yeah because uh like i i said before it's like uh, it, it's a part of your life that is missing your your childhood is uh, uh is not um, um it, it is a trauma because you're taking from your safety your 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 safe environment where you uh, where you have your um where you have started your life and now something traumatic has happened for your entire family and you have to start all over again so we all kind of lost a piece of our identity and had to find it or like uh, rebuild it uh, again uh, so it uh, when I came to Sweden so we lived in Croatia uh, after the war started for maybe uh, three more years three or four more years so when I uh, turned 10 it was 94 uh, we m- moved to Sweden mm. and then it all started uh, again you know uh, this uh, sense of my, my, my um, um, that I have lo- uh, lost the ad- my ad- identity one more time, you know. So I had to to start all over again, uh, to find new friends, to learn a new language, to uh, um, and and for my parents it was a struggle as well because uh, they they were trying to uh, build a better life for for me and my sister and. Uh, um, to adapt to this new uh, culture and the new language and uh, the, the new way of uh, like uh, uh, living and uh, working and uh, um, everything else. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Uh, but they did the best thing they could with the knowledge they had. And uh, yeah, so it was, uh, yeah, it was. Um, now when I look back uh, it was a good experience because I know now that you can take me from uh, from from something and put me into something totally different and I know that I will be fine right you know yeah so I'm not scared of um, um, of changing and taking you know stepping outside of your comfort zone (laughs) and uh, I have learned um, and something that I have noticed with myself is is that I'm not um, 
so um, attached to uh, my material things, you know, <laughs> because I don't, um, uh, I, always th I always think like, uh, maybe sometimes you have to move, you, something will happen and you have to leave it all behind. So, right. yeah. That, that's pretty awesome that you're pointing that out. So would you say that, you know, it was really tough and it is a type of trauma, but you use this trauma for resilience, uh, to become stronger, to look at life differently because of it. And you've been able yes. to accomplish a lot, do a lot, get through a lot mentally because of that experience. Yes, I think so. Yes. Right. Uh, and, and just to like, uh, to, um, um, because I, I also learned that not to take uh, everything that people throw against you like so, so hard, you know, because I have experienced uh, many things as a young child with uh, other children in my uh, surroundings, uh, in school, um, just at the playground or wherever. Uh, so, um, because I was I was different. I had different clothes on. I have uh, I I didn't know the language uh, uh, quite good, and uh, so um, when they are acting a certain way, uh, uh, so so you you be become like um, uh, more um, re resistant, right? No, Correct. That's, that's yeah. Yes. So <laughs> so. Uh, um so nowadays i know that i don't i don't take everything so personally you know mm -hmm. uh, so i um i try to uh to to sort it out uh, so somehow and uh, not to be so uh, uh, emotional about everything that uh, people say or do or whatever and I always trying to find like an explanation for their behavior so I don't take it personally it's not on me always yeah that's awesome that's awesome that's that's a really interesting way and uh, a really nice perspective to look at it and use it to empower you as a woman and um, mm -hmm. be more emotionally intelligent too uh, because that's something I've seen is, you know, is the biggest reason that holds a lot of people back, that they're not able to control how they feel about what people do to them, what people say to them. But when we have been through something big like that, it, it, it puts things in a different perspective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on. So you are, you are a teacher, right? Uh, you have an education degree. What yeah. made do that and I know also that you were pregnant and you had your son throughout that whole process how were you able to do all that um. uh, so uh, when I finished high school the the last year in high school uh, that is that high school or what, what how do you in the US high school before college yeah it's before college, college yes Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so my last year, I uh, I was pregnant uh, with my son, and um, I never actually when I when I think about that, I never saw it as an obstacle for me to 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 um, to achieve anything I want in my life. You know. So it was um, um, it, it it actually meant it. 
it was just a blessing for me and nothing else. It's always a blessing to have a, to have a child and to become a mother. It's never an obstacle for anything. And it's, it should never um, uh, make you not want to uh, for, um, achieve your goals and, um, uh, and do whatever you want in life. So I never, uh, it, was, it was never a struggle for me. Um, maybe something took a little more, took a little longer. Uh, it takes more time. Uh, it, it, um, yeah, it takes time to achieve your goals, but you can still work on them even if you have a child and even <laughs> if you're pregnant or so. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome, and I, and I and I know it's gonna help someone who is like, oh my gosh, I just got pregnant. I don't know if I have to put all my dreams on hold, you know? Because no, 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 you can't always determine. You can't predict what is gonna <laughs> happen to you. So I think that sometimes women can see that as it's gonna hold them back. So that's why I wanted yeah. you to talk about that. As for you, it wasn't an obstacle at all. It should just be more fuel, more more drive to achieve it. Because now you have somebody else other than you too as a reason to keep pushing forward. Mm -hmm. I, I really like that a lot. Mm -hmm. really yeah. Lot. Yeah. Because it's a motivate. It was my motivation because I wanted to like, uh, uh, be a good mother and be a good example for my child. Uh, so, and, and to contribute to my family. Um, so, uh, it was never an, an option. I, n I never had like an, a second option. So it was, it was, uh, yeah, that, that, that's what I wanted to do. And, and the reason why I became a teacher is because um, I, I like, um, I like uh, uh, when, when I'm um, able to inspire someone and to do something and, and to help that person to, uh, to achieve their goals and uh, to to work towards them and to mo motivate that person and uh, so so that's what the thing I liked about teaching uh, and I liked my students I liked uh, every single one of the, uh, my relationships you know with them uh, I think it's a uh, it's a very interesting job and I liked it but I don't. Um, I, I I never saw myself in this school environment and uh, doing this for the rest of my life. <laughs> I just I just like the the uh, the inspirational part of it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty interesting because I had another lady, uh, a Jackie, on, and she. Mm -hmm. she work as a teacher too and she transitioned into opening a school and you transitioned into the field of law and now yeah. <laughs> you are paralegal so talk to us a little bit about working as a paralegal what is different about it why do you love it and is that something that you want to continue to do yes uh absolutely i like uh i, I like law uh i think it's very interesting i uh it has always actually interested me uh, and I like uh, that, um, um, it, that it, it, when you work with law, you can, you can make a difference, you can contribute to something uh, in, in, uh, in this world. You, uh, so, so, so I like 
th that side of it. And I think it's very, uh, I, I work at the district court here in, in Sweden and it's uh, it's very interesting job and uh, i like uh, i like to work uh, uh, at uh, at the court <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but i don't know where i will be working at later in life you know maybe some, um, i think something uh, that has to do with law absolutely uh, i'm thinking about um, going to law school okay so yeah uh so maybe that's my next step in life yeah. another uh, challenge for Yelena <laughs> yes <laughs> okay so interesting interesting um what do you what do you believe is the hardest part about being a woman in today's society so um i think the hardest part is um that i I, I think that it, it, it doesn't have to uh, necessarily be only for women, uh, but just the feeling that you're not good enough, you know? So this feeling, it comes from, I think it's, it's even more now because we are so on social media all the time and we compare ourselves and uh, our lives with others. And we are constantly online uh, like 24 seven. So we, we're always updated with someone's uh, um, travel, traveling around the world or so someone's perfect husband or someone's perfect body and <laughs> someone's perfect children and cooking and uh, baking or whatever. So I think that we're constantly comparing ourselves and, uh, I think it's um, it's hard, and also we are still struggling with the equal rights for men and women. Of course, in the corporate uh, world, there is no uh, no room still for for women. Um, it's a it's a struggle uh, as well. So, um, and also if you are a woman, you are uh, and you want to uh, um, have a career and. Uh, then you are you are judged you are judged by people that think that you are not um that that you should have that you should have children that uh, you are only uh, that you are um only thinking about yourself or whatever and uh, if you're making this uh, uh, career career and achieving something in your um, career life, then you are always like pushed down by your male colleagues <laughs> because you are not. Um, yeah, have, they. they have yeah. That, have you found have Have you found that happen in your, um, in your, in your world? Uh, yes, of course. Discrimination, mm -hmm. specifically because of gender. Yes, yeah. of course. And I know he, uh, where I live in America, obviously, um, that that <laughs> that world is male dominated. So mm -hmm. it's, you have that um, you have that going in there. So yes, I was curious what what is the environment? Are you looked upon differently because you're a woman, or is it <laughs> how is that world? Yeah, yeah, of course it is. It's different because. Uh, 
Uh, and and also, you know, the what, what what kind of language we are using when we are speaking to one another, uh, and in um, um, like in in this uh, world where where I work, um, we are like uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, when you're saying when you're saying something to a, to a girl, then wow. she's she's good. She's. Uh, She's doing good. She's uh, but but when you're saying uh, when you want to acknowledge a, a, a job that a man has done, then he's like he's aggressive. He's a he's a good. He's a hard work, working man. You know, it's uh, yeah. So it's um, yeah. It it's different, and you can see it, it's just like a, it's it's a little thing, but uh, but it still affects you. You know. Exactly, exactly. Because mm -hmm. you are, if you're doing the same work, not only do you get paid less, but you of can force sense in the approach and the appraisal yeah. that even though you did the same thing, it's still uh, approached differently. So absolutely, that, that does make mm -hmm. a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. so there are some challenges that we're still facing, but what is it that you love the most about being alive? Uh, well, I um, uh, <laughs> I love I, I the the things I love the most about life and being alive is that I can always uh, learn new things and experience new things and uh, meet interesting people. I love uh, um, to to be inspired uh, by someone or someone's life or work or. Um, whatever so um, um yeah i think uh just just the learning process and experiencing new things and uh and growing as a person as a woman um and becoming and co contributing to this uh to this world to this planet doing doing something mm. so that's beautiful and you mentioned uh, the planet last which kind of takes me to a question that I already had in mind, but you are a vegan, right? Die hard vegan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm a vegan. <laughs> Why did you decide to make that part of your lifestyle? Yeah, well, so uh, I was uh, in a very, um, I, I was struggling with my, uh, um, <laughs> with some, with my emotions after my uh, breakup um with, uh, with with my boyfriend uh a couple of years ago and uh, so um i started to do yoga and uh that's where i came across this this word and uh, it's sanskrit and it's ahimsa so it means like non-violence uh, it's a um it's an attitude of thought you know it's like harmlessness um and it's it's not only an action that you should not uh, kill or harm anything uh, that's alive in, in this world but but also that you should not think bad thoughts harmful thoughts so i like that um so i started to uh, to apply that um in my, in my own life um and it, it first, uh, I became a vegetarian 
and then slowly I transitioned into being a vegan. Okay. And you have seen, have you seen great benefits with being a vegan and doing yoga? And what would you tell people that are still not participating in yoga or meditation and just think that they don't need any of that in their life? Well, maybe you don't need that. Maybe you, I think that you, um, uh, some, some, some people need yoga. They find it, uh, it's their thing, meditation as well. But some people like to pray um, and do some other things that make them um, calm and just uh, to, to make them connect with their um, uh, self with with them the, no with them <laughs> with their self how do you say it <laughs> absolutely yeah themselves yeah and uh, just to to find who who you are and to just reconnect with yourself yeah absolutely so it can be it can be whatever you want uh, just uh, it it has the same meaning actually. Uh, it doesn't, you, you don't necessarily have to do meditation or yoga. It's, it's a good thing. It, it's a good thing. It worked for me, but for someone else, maybe it's going to church and praying and, uh, or doing something else, taking a walk, uh, being in, by the ocean or, yeah, I don't know. That makes sense. So you were going through something difficult. Um, and that's when you were looking for other solutions to implement into your life so you could feel better internally and to connect back with yourself. You're saying that it had great benefits for you and that you continue to include that in your life, but it's not necessarily something that everybody needs to do or something that will work for everyone. So to each its own based yeah. on their, their, their situation, uh, their preference. But yeah, their preference, yes. Mm -hmm. I have found that usually it is something like that that needs to happen in order for humans to take the time for themselves. Like for me too, when I started noticing that I, my emotions were really controlling my life and that I didn't like how I felt inside and I wanted more peace, that's also mm -hmm. when I started implementing meditation in my life. So I find it, in, I find it interesting how humans are so reactive to our lives and we wait till something happens before we change our lifestyle uh, but sometimes we have to get to the point where we're like oh i don't want it to be this way and then we finally change yes because then when you when you come to that point um then you are like um you're totally naked you know uh, in, with your emotions you you're like uh, uh like a, a piece of paper that you you can just write something new on it hmm. that's a that's a really nice way to put put it yeah i i, I think it's uh, it's like that because sometimes you have to get rid of all your old habits old uh, um, um, way of thinking and uh, just get rid of it and um, uh, often it comes when we are um, um the most uh, born <laughs> vulnerable? Yes, vulnerable yes yes and uh 
Um, oh, and when, everybody can't speak three languages like you. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> for anybody listening, Yelna speaks three languages and her English is perfect. <laughs> no, it's not perfect, but I'm, I'm doing fine. I think, I hope so. <laughs> so, um, so, so that's when you are like more open to, to um, new ideas and uh, changing your mind and uh, rewiring again. Correct. So, yeah. Correct, correct, correct. So we talked a little bit about your experience as a child. We talked a little bit about your profession, your lifestyle and how you look at the world so far. Let's talk a little bit about romance as well. What is it that you find is the reason why a lot of women end up in these non-fulfilling relationships, whether they're just toxic, abusive, or just, you know, no, no, no purpose? Why do you think that is the case? I think it's, uh, it, 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 it has like different reasons. So sometimes it can be based on fear because uh, we are afraid of uh, um, stepping out of the comfort zone and uh, trying something different. Because even when you are in this toxic relationship, you know what you have, it's safe. You are safe in that toxic uh, environment. But if you step outside of that, you don't know what you're going to get. So it's scary. Uh, and so, so you stay with the, with the, inside of that uh, comfort zone where it's safe and you, you, you know your every day and how it works. And sometimes it's just because uh, um, you're afraid to be lonely. Uh, you don't know how to be alone with yourself. Um, it was a struggle for me as well. It took me a couple of, uh, uh, maybe about a, a year to, to figure out how to be on my, my own and how to like spend time with myself. Um, so it's a, it's a new, it's a new habit that you have to develop. And it's also because it can sometimes be a toxic relationship often lead to low self-esteem. Um, so it's hard to, uh, to love yourself and to uh, to see yourself like someone worthy of something better than what you have right now so it's hard to to um, to see how you can have a better life uh, when you're not worthy of it so it can be different for mm -hmm. for everybody that's, that's that's pretty deep uh, I really like what you said about you know finding it some like finding it being familiar comfortable and safe and i think especially if you haven't really fully discovered your worth beforehand it gets even more troublesome mm -hmm. because now you start identifying with that person with that relationship mm -hmm. so like you said it's better to have that than to be alone and that's mm -hmm. why obviously self-love is so critical but if 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 there is a woman listening right now who is in one of these relationships what would you say to her for her to be able to get out of that a piece of advice? I would just say, like, j just don't think. Just get out. 
don't think because when you start to analyze and when you get your thoughts take take over your uh, your mind your your body and you you cannot uh, you cannot function correctly just don't don't think just just do it sometimes you just have to do it and then when you get that like uh, that uh, how do you, that momentum you know uh, mm-hmm. other things will uh, change and develop in your life uh, that will put, uh, take you in the right direction. Oh, I like that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So just don't think, just get out. Sometimes our thoughts and emotions can destroy everything for us. So just, just do yes. it. Yes. Yes. They can just control you too much so that you are like paralyzed in that toxic relationship. And, and that's a place for you that you should just just do it just get that momentum and go i love that that's that's pretty awesome so you yourself you're not single uh you are in (laughs) and you are happy tell us a little bit about that relationship and um what is it that makes that your relationship successful in your eyes in your heart and your soul I think that for me, the most important thing is to to have a good like uh, uh, team player. <laughs> uh, so I always see uh, it, it's important to to see the relationship as a as teamwork, uh, and and uh, that's something that I have today in my relationship. It's a lot of teamwork. It's uh, I feel like I'm a, an equal partner. Um, and that he respects me and he loves me for for me i don't have to pretend i don't have to be anything else uh than than me just me <laughs> so so i like that and i like the 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 way that we are that we are communicate uh, how we how we communicate mm-hmm. uh, because it's um uh, it's a lot of uh, respect, and uh, even if you are um, you you are not uh, uh, you are you agree to disagree, you know. Uh, so sometimes we are not uh, we, we don't have the same opinion about something, and that's okay. We can still discuss things, and we can talk about it. It can be whatever. It can be politics or. Uh, um, this um, some something stupid, you know, and but 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 it's uh, it's nice to to have someone to talk to no matter what, and that uh, you can you, you're not um, angry with each other, you know, it's not uh, you're not arguing about stupid things. <laughs> Absolutely. So what I'm hearing you say is that you feel like you have a safe safe place. You can be yourself. You don't have to pretend like you're somebody you're not. You feel comfortable communicating. You play like a team. And even if you don't agree always, you still have that open environment where you feel respected and heard regardless. Something that I find with my husband too. Obviously, we come from two different worlds, but at the end of the day, still have that mutual respect that regardless if we disagree, I'm not going to attack you. I'm not going to... Uh, be overly emotional because you feel a different way we still have to allow ourselves to be the individuals that we are that obviously now work together as one so I I think that is is beautiful yeah and I think it's important to give each other like space and and time to grow and develop on on your own uh and to like it it doesn't have to mean that you are developing on uh in separate um 
directions you know but right. it's uh, you're you are always working toward each other uh, but but you are growing in your own um, self you know you are you are your own person and he's his own. and and i have to respect that he has his dreams and uh, and i have to support that and uh, to uh, to um, to help him uh, succeed in that um, and and as well for for me you know when he has to uh, um, to make the same the same effort for me <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I think it's important to to give each other that that space and to uh, to respect each other all the time no matter what yeah. I love and I think a lot of people they're like oh you know I need to work on myself I need to love myself when they're like single but some people forget how critical it is to continue to do that in a relationship because if I am not working on myself, then there's no way that I can be present for my husband or boyfriend and truly be there in the way, in yes. a way that he needs me to if I don't take care of myself first. Yes, right? it's a, yeah, it's a constant uh, uh, job. You know, you have to work on yourself constantly so it, it, you're never finished. Because when you're finished, you are dead. So, <laughs> so, so, you, so you have to continue with that uh, work. And uh, uh, life is, uh, it, it's dynamic. So, so things happen that change you. And you have to see, do, uh, do I like my change now? Or do I want to change differently? What, what way do I go now from where I am today? So today is not the same as tomorrow or five years ahead of me. So it's, um, you have to adapt to that and you have to grow with that. And you have to, um, um, to grow in order to, to, to make the right decisions for yourself in life, for your partner, for your family. And uh, um, I think it's also important that you have a, a, um, a, a goal together that you work towards together as a couple. It's like, uh, it gives you like a higher meaning or a higher, higher purpose in your relationship. I think it's important. Absolutely. So having that, making sure that your indiv individuality is still there, but at the same time, understanding that now you are a team and you need to have that mutual, those mutual goals and that mutual vision as well. So you have both. Yes. That's, that's, yes. that's awesome. That's awesome. So I like that. That is beautiful. Yelena, where do you see yourself in five years? So in five years, I hope that uh, I am. No, I don't hope. I actually see myself. Like I'm correct that. I love it. I told you I would have corrected you. <laughs> So I see myself uh, uh, as a successful woman. Uh, I would like to do something that has uh, that's uh, that, that that's uh, in the in the law area. <laughs> Maybe um, if I'm a lawyer myself, or just uh, go at the law school or whatever. And I would also like to 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 do something that's. Uh, uh, that's like my, also my my passion, um, 
maybe it's painting or writing or just doing something like that you know mm. that's, that's and i'm uh, also uh, i would uh, uh, I, I see myself living together with the man that i love of course uh, and uh, my family and uh, uh, in a beautiful house with a beautiful view i have a thing for views <laughs> It has to be a beautiful view so that I get inspired every day so mm -hmm. that I can like, uh, it's, it's an, a, an endless uh, view and it's endless possibilities. So it can, you know, be a trigger for myself in my own life to, to do greatness. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's so awesome. Is there is there anything that we haven't covered that you would like to add a little piece of advice or a little reminder or just a comment about something that you would like to leave the audience with? Uh, well, no, I think we have covered the most, uh, uh, but but I think it's. Uh, I would just like to to um, say that. Um, um, because I, I know the, the feeling when, where, when you're not feeling like you are good enough or that you're worthy enough or that you, um, um, that you deserve to have the, the best life for yourself. So I would like to say that you do <laughs> and that you, you should just uh, um, never forget that and always work uh, on making that uh, um, reality for yourself. Beautiful. That that's where your uh, teaching inspiration just came in. You said you love to <laughs> teach. <me. laughs> well, that was inspirational. So thank you for that. I'm sure that's <laughs> thank you. Uh, so where where can where can the audience find you? Where can they connect with you if they have any questions? If they they just want to connect with you after listening to this and ask you some questions. Yeah, I'm uh, on Instagram, uh, Facebook. So uh, just write, type my name and so. okay. <laughs> add the links too. So you will just yeah. your name, uh, Yelena Krabanevich, and they should be able to find you. Okay, yes. awesome. Well, Yelena, thank you so much for being on Self Carved. I truly appreciate you taking the time to share your story and uh, sharing your knowledge. Uh, thank you so much. It was a pleasure having you on. Thank you. It was my pleasure. <laughs> it was fun to, uh, to, to talk to you, Ivana. Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.